on air podcast number 42 ip dtl and the big broadcast you're listening to the on air podcast on the web at www.onairpodcast.co.uk providing material for use by hospital radio stations across the uk This is On Air Podcast number 42 for the end of December 2013 into the start of 2014. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever, whenever you're listening. Hello, welcome. This is Matt. This is the show for hospital radio volunteers around the UK and uh, also audio people in general. Also welcome anyone listening from the audio background and uh, this episode may be of interest to you. Today we speak to Kevin Leach from InQuality Media at InQualityMedia.com about his product IPDTL, which is focused on audio using the Google Chrome browser. Uh, This podcast is brought to you in association with www.planetwideradio.co.uk, who are looking after our audio bandwidth and hosting. Thank you to them. So we're going to chat to Kevin and then we're going to chat with our friend Richard Smith from the A to Z of Pop as well, Um, both of them using IPDTL. So first of all, I spoke to Kevin earlier on today and uh, asked him to explain to us all about IPDTL, how it all came about. Uh, IPDTL is designed as a replacement for traditional uh, broadcast contribution methods. Uh, The main one, which most people are familiar with, being ISDN. ISDN is now becoming a a dated technology. It was great in its day. It is still great for for what it is. However, the uh, telecommunications companies um, are gradually winding it down. uh, And whilst they do so, uh, they seem to be charging more for it as well. Um, And it's very difficult to use ad uh, to use ISDN on an ad hoc basis um, because you need to have a physical line installed. Uh, so it's kind of it's designed to replace that, but be much more flexible. And so, how did um, what was the reasoning for, for, for you to get involved and and sort of to find out more about this technology? Sort of how did it evolve into my what it background? Is now? My background is working as a studio manager for BBC News uh, radio programmes on uh, Radio 4, 5 Live, The World Service. I've spent many years sitting in such studios and it's always an effort uh, getting people uh, in quality, which is actually the the name that I chose for the business in the end. Uh, And and I saw this gap in the market that it seems to be a a constant effort to get people into studios or get facilities to contributors, get radio cars uh, to contributors that are obviously not particularly environmentally friendly uh, quite complicated infrastructure and I just thought there's got to be a, an easier way I played around with a, a few other technologies that are already on the market uh, nothing seemed to be particularly cheap or foolproof and uh, and then at the same time the browser manufacturers uh, mostly Google uh, uh, with Chrome and also um, Firefox, Mozilla um, were developing technology in their web browsers uh, which which allows uh, live real-time communication to happen with, with just a browser so it kind of all, all came together and I thought we, you know, we, we've got to do this And so the, the technology because uh, I didn't actually say before we are connected via just google chrome the google chrome browser uh, which is just a a free to download um browser uh, which seems slightly odd 
and when I whenever I tell anyone about it, they go, "What? What? Just the browser?" So it, it's a it's a Google technology, is it? Yeah, it's it, it's developed by a working group called uh, WebRTC. Um, it's designed the, the the framework in the background, if you like, is designed for you to be able to go onto your bank's website, for instance, and, and click talk to advisor or whatever, uh, and you can do a, you know a kind of a Skype like chat uh, without needing to in- install uh, any additional software. Um, and it's you know I, I think we're going to be seeing much more of it in the future, um, and. Yeah, it was a kind of a collaboration between the browser manufacturers, uh, Microsoft and um, Apple, uh, a little bit late to the party, but, but we hope that they'll get involved at some stage also. So they're currently, because Microsoft owns Skype, don't they? Um, That's right. And then uh, Apple have got their FaceTime. So they, at the moment, they don't use the WebRTC, is that correct? It isn't um, functioning in their browsers currently, um, although I believe there are plugins available. But, but I mean, we don't support them um, for uh, IPDTL. You know, it's much easier to say, you know, just just use Chrome. You know, it's a it's a free browser. It's a it's a it's a great browser. I, I know people have got a few uh, security concerns uh, with you know kind of snooping concerns, but I you know I don't think I don't think that's a, a major issue in, enough to stop people from using it. Um, so so yeah, it, at the moment we're only supporting Chrome. Firefox isn't far away. Way. Um, and as you say, uh, Microsoft and, and Apple have kind of got their own agenda on this. Uh, they've, they've got their own products. But I think what you will see is you'll see Skype being integrated into Internet Explorer um, fairly soon. So, so you'll, you'll do that in the browser. And hopefully, eventually, uh, all the browser manufacturers will, um, will agree on, on some kind of standard between them. Okay. But I don't think any of that's a major issue for us at the moment. You know, it, it, it works in Chrome and, you know, that's, it's not, as I say, it's, it's not a big ask to ask people to install Chrome. No, and it doesn't, because, I mean, I, mean I, I have a question here saying why use it over Skype. Certainly one of my um, findings with Skype is that it's, it likes to take over quite a lot of bits and pieces it likes to take over internet explorer with with call to call to connect kind of buttons instead of telephone numbers and things like that um i find it quite intrusive but maybe that's just me yeah, I, I suppose it is, I probably it's probably not my place to um, to review Skype, no. uh, other than to say you know it, it's not designed for broadcast. IPDTL is okay, great. Uh, we will do a little Skype test once we've finished having our main chat because you know we want to make have the the main chat in uh, full quality. Um, so, on the subject of quality, what kind of bandwidth is required at uh, each site? We put, um, and we being in quality, uh, my company, which is behind IPDTL, uh, we, on a weekly basis, put uh, one of the newspaper reviewers on 5 Live, BBC Radio 5 Live, uh, Bishop Stephen Lowe, lives in rural Wales on a very flaky uh, ADSL connection, you know, standard broadband. And he gets 0.3 megabyte uh, upload at best. And, uh, and we put him 
on air, and, and it sounds like it sounds on a good day like he's in the studio. So I would say that's kind of a good starting point uh, from an upload speed point of view, about 0.3 meg, because you, you've got to allow for fluctuations, and you know your neighbours using their the, their broadband, that kind of thing, which can um, you know you need to allow some headroom, as it were. Uh, but with the actual speed that we connect at, uh, the actual bit rate is um, generally 56k which isn't much and and is that what you're connected to um at the moment that you're i'm on 72 at the moment you can choose what what level you send at and i and i know that um my uh, connection can handle a little little bit more so i selected 72k to be honest to to your ears i don't think you would have noticed a lot of difference if i'd connected at 56k i don't know about your experience uh, kind of anecdotally yeah i've not i've not noticed a huge difference i must say um Okay, because I'm sending to you at uh, 56, which is the sort of the default, isn't it? I yeah. would say on the and I found that as uh, you know the sweet spot, if you like. You can, if you're struggling with your uh, connection speed, you can go down to 40k. Now that sounds a little bit wobbly. 56 sounds fine. I always think you know the the more um, the, the higher bitrate you can go with, the better. With, without going into too much detail, uh, the broadcast chain will uh, induce. Um, various uh, various compression artifacts as, as it as it you know as the signal works its way through the broadcast tr- chain. Uh, so it's it's always you know especially if you're saving it as a podcast or whatever uh, you know you're you're uh, you're compressing the the data further there. So it's always good to start with as as high a, a bit rate as possible. And so that bandwidth that you talked about um, that is that can only be achieved via a fixed line internet connection you we're, we're not thinking 3g we couldn't use this on 3g it has been used successfully on 3g i've done various trials um i find 3g to be too unreliable um it was great a few years ago before the the, the great unwashed started to use it um everyone's got a smartphone now everyone's watching videos on their phones and that kind of thing um you know listening to radio on their phones which is which is great um but it does mean that 3g is not a, a, a guaranteed service anymore for G um, seems, you know, in tests seems a, a lot more stable, but then most of the public aren't using it at the moment. That could change. Mm, okay. But, so, but to answer your question, yes, it does work on 3G. I wouldn't advise it just because it's it's just too flaky. Just too, just too dodgy and you, you want to get a good result um, yeah. at the end. So, um, so we've got the, the fixed internet connection in place. Um, what do you recommend in terms of microphones or equipment? Obviously, uh, the majority of those listening uh, will be hospital radio volunteers. So they've got their studio back at base where they may well have a sort of an Internet machine, um, which they might be running Skype on already, in which case sort of that that side of it is is hopefully sorted. Uh, what about the remote site if they were wanting to... Uh, you know, similar to to the way that Five Live is is uh, doing the newspaper review. What would you suggest, sort of their end? 
Our favourite USB microphone right now is what I'm talking to you on as we speak. It's a Blue Yeti, uh, which is a condenser microphone. Um, it, it looks fairly snazzy. It's quite a shiny thing. It's quite large. Um, and it's, it comes in at just under the £100 mark, which you might think is, uh, is too much. Uh, but for, what it, for that price, it sounds great. And, it, you know, it's plug and play and it just works. There are some... Uh, um, some cheaper models. There's the Blue Snowball, uh, which is a slightly um, more basic version. It doesn't sound as, as nice and warm as, as this uh, Yeti mic. And then I mean, we've got a batch of mics made by uh, Symphony Acoustics, um, which come in under the, uh, well, come in around the £40 mark. They're available from CPC at the moment. Um, there's a, there are some issues, some driver issues on some Windows machines with them, but generally they perform really well. And there's a similar mic, um, which is difficult to get hold of in Europe. Um, you might need to get it from the States. It's made by Audio Technica, and it is. I tell you what, I'll just go to our website now and check the exact number for you. Nice. It's the. I'm from memory. It is the ATR. Um, let's see, ATR two thousand one hundred. And the beauty of that is it's handheld. So if you're doing an outside broadcast or whatever, it's it's a bit more robust and it's more suited to kind of doing interviews and that kind. Kind of thing. The outside broadcast would obviously be using Wi-Fi, and that's all. That's all okay, is it? You, you've done quite a lot of stuff with Wi-Fi rather than just a fixed Ethernet. Yeah, I mean, I've put guests on Radio Four sitting outside um, people's houses using their. I don't know if you're familiar with BT Phone. You can you can use other people's um, broadband um, legitimately. So I've sat in a car with a laptop using somebody else's Wi-Fi and put guests on Radio Four programs, and you know it sounds and works great. That said, I, I just I advise against Wi-Fi just because it can be flaky. You can get interference. Actually, on one of those occasions when I was sitting in a car outside a house. Um, the guest came in with his iPad, and him coming in with another Wi-Fi device was enough to drop it off. So you've got to be you've got to be wary. Um, I mean, you say an OB, it would obviously be Wi-Fi. I uh, I appreciate the limitations sometimes, but you can always ask the owner of the internet connection: Is it okay if I string a cable? You know, a lot of people don't realise that there are Ethernet cable uh, Ethernet ports on the back of their router. And if you say, you know, can you show me it? Can I string a cable across and plug it in? You know, often they'll they'll say yes okay great and um so slight diversion heading back to those microphones um the they were they were all usb microphones were they yes they were and they're the ones i would recommend i mean the bottom line with with microphones is if it sounds good it sounds good the built-in microphone on a macbook sounds remarkably good actually i know macbooks are, are fairly expensive in the first place but if you happen to have one uh, and you talk at a reasonable distance from it the macbook mic sounds great um or you may have um you may have an, an existing interface um such as the the shure x to you or the uh, the blue icicle or uh maybe you know like a behringer usb interface or whatever you can plug any microphone into that and if you know if it sounds good it sounds good okay great um the it the audio is it just mono or is it stereo or what is it it is currently mono 
um, because we see the main market um, as you know only requiring mono uh, for voice contributions. You know the idea. But if you're doing an OB, um, then you know traditionally for an OB, you play that you have someone in the studio playing the music in, so you wouldn't want to feed um, music down. Uh, voiceovers are our other uh, big market at the moment, and again, they're not interested in stereo. That said, a few people have suggested doing a whole OB, playing all the music um, from uh, the remote location. Uh, so it's something that we will look at. Um, we, we, you know, we can look at. It is easy to implement the stereo and indeed increase the bandwidth. Um, whether internet connections are up to the job and whether it's really best practice is kind of up up for discussion. I mean, there's an argument that says to get a really good bit rate to to justify um, playing music down. Um, You'd you need a really good internet connection. And, you know, is that as good practice as playing out linear audio files from your studio? Probably not. Mm. OK. Um, so for the future, what's, uh, what are the plans that um, you can reveal? <laughs> <laughs> there's, all, there's all sorts um, kind of in the pipeline. Uh, the, right now, we're looking on making it as stable as possible with, you know, backup servers and that kind of thing. So, it, you know, it will always work. Um, we have an upgrade planned, hopefully, in the next month. Um, so January 2014, um, which will allow you to, instead of just connecting to people in your same, you, you know, in, in the same user pair um, in your radio station, you'll be able to search for any user and connect to any user, um, although not on the free version. Um, there are uh, plans to implement recording in the browser, so you can click record rather than having to have um, you know recording to third-party software. Uh, going much further forward, I mean, we talked about stereo; that's a possibility. Um, we uh, in quality have used. IPDTL successfully for, for video. We've put guests on uh, Sky News using IPDTL with video. Uh, so that's something that we look to implement. Um, and that's, prob that's probably enough for now without, without mm. giving away too much. Um, one question that I did have uh, come back was the idea of group or conference calling. Is that, mm. uh, is that in the pipeline or is it's it a possibility? It's not something that um, uh, people have shown too much of an interest in um, at the moment. Currently, people are, uh, most people are looking to achieve the same thing they're achieving with ISDN, but in uh, you know a much more flexible way in locations that they've never been able to get ISDN in the past. Um, so that's that's the main um, solution that we're looking at. Um, IPDTL works peer to peer, so it sends the the audio from my computer to your computer direct across the internet. Um, ideally, sometimes it employs a relay server if necessary. Uh, and now, if you were doing conference calling, all of the data would have to go via a server and kind of get, you could get mixed in the server if you like, um, which means more infrastructure, more bandwidth, um, and generally just you know makes it more complicated. Um, you know, you end up with you know. Potentially, you've got lots of different sample rates being, being mixed together. It, it suddenly gets much more complex. Um, it is something that we will look at eventually. Um, however, I'm not entirely sure what what need um, it, we'd, we'd be looking to uh, to solve. Um, sure, I mean initially, I, I think um, it, it was related more to the podcast uh, accounts that you do because. Mm. Some some podcasts are you know multiple presenters two three four or you know even more crazy numbers. Um, can you can you in essence load up 
Chrome twice to to run it. it. Yeah, you can't you can't run it in two tabs in the same browser. You could run two instances of Chrome, um, and uh, uh, yeah, and therefore. Uh, have two incoming streams. That's possible. It's not something that we uh, support or advise at the moment. You know, we're kind of learning to walk before yeah, we yeah. run. Um, but yeah, that is a possibility. Um, I mean, the, the kind of the traditional sound engineer in me um, says, you know, kind of is a little bit nervous about that kind of thing because, it, again, it, going back to best practice, um, you know, how do you balance the levels and that kind of thing? I mean, it's. It's definitely achievable. It's not. It's not um, a, a can of worms I want to open right now. Fine, fair enough. Um, let's talk about the accounts then. So um, at the moment, um, because you launched uh, what sort of Novemberish time was it? Yeah, really recently. It's been a whirlwind to be honest. Um, and and you won the the Tech Innovation Award, which kind of put put you kind of. Um, front and centre as it was really in terms of the mm. technology and what you were doing um, and it probably exploded from there and uh, you have initially um, opened them up for free accounts how, how do things how does things progress further down the line so at the moment um, for example I'm talking to you on, on the free account eventually um, things change don't they yeah, I um, I want to keep the free version um, as an option. I think it's a great way for people to uh, dip their toe into uh, IPDTL. Currently, the free version still includes our use of our relay server. I mentioned this peer-to-peer connection. Sometimes you just you can't establish a peer-to-peer connection due to your router or internet connection or whatever. Um, so it, it employs our relay server. That is still. Um, working on the on the free version, it won't be for long. Um, that you know that may or may not be an issue for for some users. Uh, also, we mentioned that I'm sending to you at 72k at the moment. The free version will be reduced to 40k, uh, the lowest uh, level. So it, 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 it will still be there, the free version. But uh, I mean, you know, we are a business, and uh, it would be it would be great for you know anybody who's using IPDTL seriously. Um, then it would be it would be great to think that they would purchase um, a, a subscription, which is you know remarkably cheap. So t- tell me about those subscriptions. I mean, obviously, uh, again, most people listening here are um, registered charities on a hospital radio station. So maybe let's let's focus in on on that uh, the charity account. Yeah, um, £34 is the going rate currently for a charity account. That gives you two logins, so you can have a login for your studio computer and one for your laptop that you take out on the road, for instance. Um, but it's not, it's not dedicated to those computers, so you could use it on 10 different laptops, just not at the same time. Uh, it also, that does give you um, the full range of uh, bandwidths uh, for the bitrate from uh, 40 to 72k, which is what, as I say, I'm talking to you on now. And it, it does also include use of the relay server so it's kind of you know it's it's everything that you need um as long as you only want to do one connection at at once okay um and And that's a 12 month subscription okay so that's 12 months 34 pounds a year and that's for registered charities you know or basic you know hospital and community stations yeah yeah brilliant okay that's fantastic news um and um you do you do do a podcast account but that is that is basically the same but obviously just for podcasters so if there's just podcasters listening that aren't part of a hospital radio station that's a little bit more yeah 
Yeah, exactly the same product, different price. You know, the idea being that you know we don't. We, I, I'm, I'm aware of the budget limitations for um, hospital and community stations, um, and therefore, you know, I'd hate to think that in in buying IPDTL, um, you know, it potentially, you know, that was the the straw that broke broke the camel's yeah, yeah. back on their budget. Okay, fantastic. Um, Thirty-four pound charity account. Where can people find out um, a little bit more? If you go to the easiest thing to do is to go via ipdtl.com. There's a, a get an account link on that page, and that will take you to our um, corporate web page with loads of uh, you know a whole wealth of information about IPDTL with uh, the, uh, tutorial videos and uh, frequently asked questions. Uh, and there's also a page on there um, which gives you the various pricing options. And so at the moment, you mentioned about the the one login. Uh, remote and one in the studio is that ever going to change are you always giving out accounts in pairs or is that going to it's a good question and it will change um because uh, as i say you will soon be able to search and connect for any connect to any user therefore some users might not require two accounts if you're a podcaster uh, then you might uh, you might not need the, the second account because you're connecting to people who already have their own accounts uh, so we will uh, switch to selling logins individually however for a community station or a hospital station for instance uh, there will still be the the option to um you know we we, we will still give you two logins for that that budget price of 34 pounds uh, because we know that you, there's there's not much point in having IPDTL if there's nobody you can connect to no absolutely okay uh brilliant and so um I'm just I'm just thinking I'm just thinking and listening to to what you were saying I'm just thinking well perhaps if other hospital radio stations get it then we can then search for other hospital radio stations and connect to them remotely and things like that that's that's the plan yeah yeah, well, well, quite. If you, um, you know, it opens up possibilities for doing all sorts of um, simulcast and kind of uh, uh, fun, fun live programming, um, you know, because hospital radio often, um, the limitation is that you've got one studio, you know, one person in one studio. If you can start connecting to uh, colleagues um, uh, at other stations and kind of sharing content, then um, you know, without going down the uh, the massive corporate network route, uh, then you know that sounds quite exciting to me. Yeah, yeah, great. I mean, for, for example, uh, at the end of this podcast, we will be chatting to Richard Smith, who is going to be doing a uh, New Year's Eve program, which is going to be syndicated around um, about forty. Um, hospital radio stations around the uk over that new year's eve into new year's day period um i think he's doing 24 hours of uh, madness so um <laughs> so yeah that kind of uh, that kind of idea and that kind of way of that he could connect to other stations would be would be very good um, yeah with a view to if, if some of those stations could could con- if i can get my words out if some of those stations could contribute to the networked program mm. um then that that sounds like great fun yeah yeah brilliant okay so ip dtl.com is uh, where people should go and then they can uh at the moment can they can do the uh, free trial just the the free account is still on for the normal any radio yeah any radio station um be it yeah community hospital commercial bbc uh, can sign up for a free account currently that's um all singing all dancing it will be restricted in due course um but it it certainly gives you um uh, enough functionality to to try it out and get a feel for what it is fantastic um that's great thank you kevin um what we're going to do is 
um, we're going to end this call and then we'll make a call via Skype just so that we can have a comparison of the audio, if you don't mind. Of course. Um, so let's do that. And um, <laughs> podcast listeners, there will be a short break, but we, we will be back. Thanks, so, Matt. Talk to you in a moment. Yes, thank you. Cheers. Okay, this is Kevin via Skype. Hi, Matt. Hello there. Now you haven't you haven't changed any microphones, have you? No, we're still on exactly the same configuration. Okay, fantastic. Let me just uh, get that down, and uh, you are appearing much louder on my levels here. Um, do you want me to adjust my levels down? No, no, it's fine. Um, I've tweaked it slightly on this, so um, it's, it's not clipping as such. No, no, it's, it doesn't. Sa- it doesn't sound like it's clipping. So this is a, This is exactly your same microphone. You've not moved. You've not moved a muscle apart from loading up Skype. Which exactly. Is- I've, I've uh, logged out of IPDTL, uh, switched to Skype, and uh, and here we are. So that's good. That's given us a, a good direct comparison. One of the things that Skype does is is sort of talks over the person when they're coming back at you. Does IPDTL do that, or does it sort of? It doesn't prioritise who has the the volume sort of thing. No, we initially the framework in the browsers is designed to work like Skype, so that if one person talks, it cuts off the other person. So if you're using a loudspeaker, um, you yeah you you can talk over each other uh, without getting any any howl round, you know, without hearing yourself back. Uh, echo cancellation, uh, as it calls it, uh, we removed that from IPDTL, so it does work like a, an ISDN. The, if you if you were playing music to me now and i was talking i would be able to talk over that music and and one wouldn't wouldn't cancel out the other okay fantastic is there anything else that you would like to mention before uh, we say goodbye i think you've covered everything rather comprehensively matt so um so thank you for talking to me but uh, i suppose the only other thing to, uh, to say is that you know we're, we're very open and uh, keen for um you know we'd, we'd like to receive tweets with questions and feedback and that kind of thing and we will uh, resp- we aim to respond to uh, to all um suggestions and uh, questions uh, as you know as quickly as possible and what is your twitter username uh, at IPDTL. Lovely. Brilliant. Thank you, Kevin Leach from uh, Inquality Media and uh, IPDTL. You're listening to the On Air Podcast on the web at www.onairpodcast.co.uk. The big broadcast starts 4 o'clock, December the 31st. And then how long are you going on for? Uh, we're going on for 20 hours. So um, we, we finish at midday on the 1st, which is, I think it's ample enough time for people to uh, go out, enjoy themselves and then come back and get back into the swing of hospital radio. OK, fantastic. And how um, how many stations are taking it this year? Um, I'm pleased to say it's the best one we've ever done. There's 41 stations uh, in the UK and Ireland all over the place taking it this year. Fantastic. That's great. And mm. what are your... Uh, what your top three things that you're looking forward to this this year oh apart from the end <laughs> um yeah um 
I think it's just the general, the fact that so many stations are taking part and, and have taken part in it. They've provided uh, their own take on the A to Z of pop, which is great. So I've asked them all to do a, a 15 minutes of fame, we've called it. Uh, so that's that's one of our highlights for me. Um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that uh, a neighbour of mine, uh, Mr Tony Livesey from Radio 5 Live, um, will come across and, uh, and do an interview with me live while we're actually doing the big broadcast. But that's not set in stone or anything yet um, other than that we've got the uh, the big request show element of it which goes out between 6 and 10 in the evening on New Year's Eve um, and lots of party tunes to get us up to the uh, the Big Ben chimes at midnight fantastic and is there um, are you taking um, live audio in during the program or is it all just uh, in the can and uh, you're just kind of spewing it out in the nicest possible I, way I, well yes I, th- I think there's a lot of it obviously already in the can I've done interviews with uh, our sponsors Oscar Pet Foods um, and I've also been rescued by a search and rescue dog okay um, which was which was an interesting afternoon and uh, makes good listening actually i've also done um interviews with uh, a guy called Stuart mabbott who's hoping to uh, put out programs on the hospital radio network in 2014 uh, called going wild with wildlife so that's an interesting 15 minute piece that's already been done um yes we're able to take live phone calls and uh, comments and um, not criticisms i won't i won't be bothered <laughs> no. with those um but um yeah we, we're, we're able to take take things live over the phone and uh, whatever um as we did last year we had uh, a couple of people ringing in from the wards and uh, a couple of people not from the wards ringing in uh, so um yeah we're we're able to do anything live uh, we've got some live music um from um i don't know whether or not to mention this but uh, the lady in question kiki deville has entered uh, next year's the voice okay so um we're hoping that she does quite well on that and um she's going to teach me how to sing fantastic well yeah you've not heard me sing have you (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah we're looking forward to it it's 20 hours you've got to learn it over over that spell of time (laughs) yeah it's it's to be honest it's not that taxing matt it's um it's uh, just a bit of background vocals uh very much in the background i'll let the people that uh, uh do it professionally do it first and then uh i'll just chip in from the background i think that's my favorite Absolutely. And so if stations would like to get in contact with the programme whilst it's on, what's the what's the best number? Uh, the, the telephone number to dial is 0191 580101. Uh, 0191 580101. Um, we're on the email at the A to Z of pop. That's all one word at AOL.com. And we're on the Twitter machine at the A to Z of pop. So uh, uh, you're able to get in touch with us um, whichever way you like, really. Um, you can access the uh, the feed via the website at www.theatozofpop.co.uk. And uh, you're able to uh, follow the links from there. And you're able to uh, tune in live as it were and it's all thanks to the uh, the technicians and the guys at Auckland Hospital Radio who are carrying the stream for me so I'm very grateful to them for actually um, putting up with me for 20 hours once again fantastic anyone else or anything else you would like to mention before I let you go and get back to the planning (laughs) um yes if if you know of a a good doctor that can make my voice right for to uh, for this evening that'd be great um but no i mean anybody's welcome to join in and uh, as i say if you want to take part in it give us a call on that number 01915800101 and uh, we'd love to hear from you as indeed we'd love to hear from any listeners out there that uh, uh, are unfortunate enough to be in the circumstances that they're in on new year's eve 
Fantastic. Thank you, Richard, for your time again, and uh, good luck. Uh, thank you very much indeed, Matt. My pleasure. You've been listening to the On Air Podcast. Check out the show notes and any scripts needed by visiting the website at onairpodcast.co.uk. You can email the show with comments, audio, or items for the next edition via onairpodcast at gmail.com. The show's imaging is supplied by DivaWeb, online at divaweb.co.uk.